0: listening to New Life Before. We pray that this message encourages you and helps you stay Jesus focused. This is a very uh, special Sunday for us and uh, it's the end of a season but the beginning of another season. And it's good because when God is in the seasons, you know it's going to turn out well, right? You know, in what we're doing today, it's a celebration actually of transition. Three generations are being affected by decision that we are making as church today. As you release us, as we move, Alvin and Mitch steps up. And as we go, you know, to Alabang, we're going to also honor, you know, Pastor Paul and Sister Shadi in that church. So three generations are being affected. You know, I wrote down something here. It says... It will be a celebration of seasons and transitions that will honor the generation that has gone before us, advance the present generation, and position the next generation. You know why? Because the plan of God does not end in a generation. The plan of God continues. Amen? And it must continue because the plan and the vision of God and the plan of God is bigger than one generation, than one person. And it's just wonderful. It's just a blessing that God will just include us in His plan. Amen. It's a beautiful plan. It's a glorious plan. Many people say that we are the last days generation. But let me say this, that in this generation, there are many things that God still wants to do. Amen. And we are very much part of what God is doing not just me and Miley, not just Alvin and Mitch, you know, not just the people in ministry, but you and I, were part of this generation, we're part of what God is doing that is impacting and affecting the, the older generation, and we are positioning and helping and encouraging the generation that is running after us. And so in this service, we are actually, you know, uh, having that, you know, that dynamics of just release and impact you know, in the next generations and also honoring the, the generation that has gone before us. And so I have some things in my heart. And uh, as you know, this is going to be the last service that we are a senior pastor of this church. But it's, it's going to be good. You know, a while ago in the morning, I said to myself, uh, I will not cry. I will not cry. But you know what? I lied. I told the workers I'm not going to cry. But it's Alvin and Mitch's fault. You know, and so, but today, you know, it's good. You know, we celebrate the goodness of the Lord. And so, I have some things here that I want to share to the church. Second Timothy three one to five, and then we're going to jump to verse fourteen. But it says here, but know this that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, you know, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, and holy. Verse three. You know, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good. What a beautiful message, huh? You know, you started with this kind of a message, okay? Verse 4, traitors, di pa natapos, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure, rather than lovers of God. Umang, you know that this is the generation, you know, of the world. This is what's happening in the world. Verse 5, having a form of godliness, they were created in the image and likeness of God, but denying its power from such people turn away. But people here in the church, people in the body of Christ, we must hear what the Apostle Paul is speaking to Timothy. And we find it in verse 14. In verse 14, we go down, but you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of. I'm borrowing, you know, the message of uh, not Pastor Paul, but Apostle Paul, you know, to Timothy. I believe I'm a Timothy because I was under an Apostle, a Pastor, Pastor Paul. And now I'm under another Paul. So two Pauls in my life, Paul Mata and Paul Chase. So I still, huh? First and second, I'm the first and second Timothy. (laughs) Amen. What a blessing, huh? Oh, nga naman. amen. So, but you must continue. Let me exhort everybody. But you must continue. Continue. Everybody, say, continue. You must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of. And not only that, knowing from whom you have learned them, amen. And then, and that from childhood, you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. You know, thirteen years as a pastor, and ten years under New Life. You know, thir- three years as independent. I've seen, you know, babies grow. You know, my my daughter. You know, when we started the church, you know, she was like, uh, you know, uh, what's her? no Patricia. Yeah, Patricia, Kevin, all right? So, and now Kevin is 18, all right? And, uh, you know, the, the, the children, you know, I've seen Carlo when he was still single. He was still in, you know, Isa and, uh, you know, Sammy, you know, while he was in the womb. She was in the womb. Kobe, you know, the, my goodness, I am getting younger. We are getting younger, Amen. Well, look at this. From that childhood, you have known the Holy Scriptures. You've learned it from us. Amen. And the Bible says, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. The things that you have learned, you know, you came into the kingdom of God as a baby, and now you're maturing. Amen. You're now maturing. The things that you have learned in this place, from this pulpit, you know, I ex- you know, exhort you to continue with these things. I exhort you that do not forget these things. Among you have been blessed by what you have been receiving. Among you have been changed by what you have been receiving. Amen. You know, you are not here because someone forced you. I believe you are here because you have been changed by God. And now it continues. Paul is saying to Timothy, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God... Or the woman of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Amen. You know, as as a church, you know, there are new believers. You know, they are maturing believers. But every one of you, you are poised. God has designed you to be, what? Bearers of good work. Amen. Everybody in this place, you have a calling. Everybody in this place, you have a purpose. And God has given you things. Amen. And this is the beauty of the Holy Spirit. He comes in a service and He preaches the Word, but how you get it is really depends on your situation. Amen. Right? You know, maybe some of you are believing for something. You know, believing for, a, for, for finances. Some are believing for a healing. But a Word, you know, is just like so dynamic that the Word now transcends, you know, just one realm and speaks to different hearts that are longing to hear from Him. Amen. And so what God is saying and what God is doing in this place is He's making you ready for every good work that God has destined for you. We were called by God to do good works born out of His grace. Can someone say amen? Amen. So continue in the things you've learned from us. Amen. Continue in the things that you have learned from us. Amen. You know, there's one thing that we carry in our hearts. You know, that is so alive and that is Jesus. Many people say, oh yeah, Jesus. But really, until you meet or have an, an encounter with Jesus, you know, your life will never be the same again. Amen. I believe I had an encounter with Jesus. Amen. I believe I know the real Jesus. Amen. And He wants us, amen, not just to know Him in the head, but I, I, he, know, he wants us, all of us, to have an experience of Him in our daily life. Amen. And so as we focus on Jesus, this is the message that we carry. Jesus, who He is, what He's done, and who we are in Him. Amen. Grace. Talks about the grace of God. Grace of God is not a doctrine. Grace of God is a person. Amen. The personification of grace is Jesus Christ. You know, my personal definition of grace is this, God's love in action. God's love in action. Well, if you want to see love in action, if you want to see God in action, look at Jesus Christ. He came from heaven to earth to die for us. That is love in action. Amen. God could say, you know, I love you from heaven and tayo, hindi natin maintindihan yun. We will not really understand that because we do not know what love is. But true love He demonstrates by becoming one like us so that we now in Him can become like Him. Amen. And so this is the message that this church is carrying. It's all about Jesus. That's why out of that was birthed Jesus Festival. And out of that we are, you know, preaching. And lives are being transformed. We're getting messages from, uh, you know, message face, face, Facebook. And people are just messaging us from even around the world and just telling us and thanking us for the message that they're hearing. And we're just amazed at how they're grabbing a hold of this message. Coming from the podcast that you know we're just sending out, Amen, Hallelujah, and you know we have a verse here that is very is like a theme, a life verse for me and Mylene, and this is in Ephesians three, verse seven. It says, "This is my life work, helping people understand and respond to this message." This is why we're here, Amen, and in our move. This is what we carry as we go to Alabang, as we go to the next season in our lives. We're just going to point them to Jesus Christ. This is the core of our being. We want them to experience Jesus and His grace. And our part is just to point them to Jesus Christ. This is Jesus. This is Jesus helping people understand and respond. Respond is a big word to me. Amen? It's a big word to me. That's the reason why we do what we do. We respond to the goodness of God. Because until you know the grace of God, you will not respond. You cannot respond the way God wants us to respond. Amen? We do things born out of response. That's where the power is. That's where the the anointing is. That's where the flow, the rest comes in. When we do things born out of response, you give out of response. Amen. You go to church as a res- out of a response. You overcome in life as out of a response. Not a duty, but a delight. Amen. And this is what we, what we have in our message, that people will respond. Because the more you see the goodness of God, then you can respond. Amen. If I give you a gift today, after this you go to a restaurant down there, you know, it's free, what are you going to say? You're going to respond by saying, Thank you. lang. It's, a, it's a, just an example, right? Amen? Amen. You respond by thank you, thanking me, the giver. Well, as we see grace giving, you know grace has a language? Grace's language, the language of grace is giving. Keeps on giving and giving and giving. Even though we don't receive, He still keeps on giving and giving and giving until we receive we wake up and say wow he has been giving and giving and giving hallelujah and we are recipients of his grace amen so i have a message here that i want to share to everybody and this is it continue in the grace of our lord jesus christ it's just i believe the right message you know as we end this season amen as pastors of this church continue in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, in that book of Acts, there was a revival that's happening in Antioch. And then Barnabas was sent from Jerusalem. And let's read this. And Barnabas said something I want you to see, all right? Then news of these things came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent out Barnabas to go as far as Antioch. When he came, And had seen the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them all with a purpose of heart that they should continue with the Lord. I like this. When he came, he had seen the grace of God. Well, the grace of God can be seen. This is the grace of God here. Amen. When we started, you know, uh, as a church, you know, we became new life three years as a church. And then when we became a new life, we were just a handful of people. Amen. A handful of people, but things are being built in our hearts during that time. And then from then, you know, God just amazingly grew the church. We were passing hundreds, the 500 mark, the 700 mark, and now we're numbering 3,000 in a given Sunday. That's amazing. Amen. Grace of God can be seen. This is the grace of God. Amen. I am a recipient of the grace of God. I stand here by the grace of God. I can experience the grace of God. You can see the grace of God. My wife sees the grace of God. Amen. Because I'm not like this, you know, uh, outside of a... This is the anointing of a senior pastor. But when I am home, I'm just quiet. I am quiet. Right. Amen. But I always tell my dean, when we're in parties, let's go home. Let's go. Home. I mean she's the party goer, I'm the driver. Tama <laughs> <laughs> brother Robert, Pare-pareho tayo eh. All right, from si brother Robert. Well, really, we just follow where the arch- wives want to go. But really, this is the anointing. You've seen the grace of God. you've seen the grace manifest in your life. Amen. Well, the grace of God can be seen and this is the evidence. And Barnabas came to that place and he's seen the grace of God, what God is doing and he was glad. It will make you glad. This will make you joyful. That's why there's like bitter sweet. You know, feelings. I cannot put my what I'm experiencing, the feelings that I have today because I am sad in a way that the season is ending, but I am also happy. You know, and joyful and with joyful expectation for what God has in store in the next season. I'm happy for Mitch and Alvin. I'm happy for Gabe and Katie. I'm happy for the workers of this place. I'm happy, you know, that we are moving into where God wants us to go. But, you know what? It's bittersweet. Stinks. you know, you cannot really place it. But that's why I need the grace of God. Amen? He says He was glad and encouraged them all the more with purpose of heart that they should continue with the Lord. Well, my heart is that you continue with the grace of God. That you continue with the Lord. Amen? You continue with what God has done. Amen? Another part of uh, the book of Acts, in Acts 13, verse 43, Paul naman and Barnabas you know, exhorted the saints again in Antioch to continue in the grace of God. In the last part, you know, it says here, Paul and Barnabas who talked to them and urged them to continue. Everybody say continue. Continue. Amen. If you just get one word from this message, it's the word continue. Amen. Albin and Mitch, continue. Amen. Mylene and I, we will continue. This church will continue. Amen. Amen. You know what's... What's uh, exciting with with God, it gets better. It gets better. Amen? So it says, you know, continue to trust themselves to and stand fast in the grace, the unmerited favor, and the blessing of God. Can someone say continue? continue? Amen. You know, I love the grace of God. You know, let me say some things about the grace of God. The grace of God makes you excited. Amen? The grace of God makes you want to just... You know, add. You know, the grace of God never takes, but the grace of God always adds to you. Amen. And there's one verse that I have here, you know, talking about the grace of God. Of course, the grace of God is manifold or manifold, many sides of the grace of God, right? It justifies, it strengthens, it sustains, you know, in all challenges. You know, just like Paul went through some challenges. God said, my grace is sufficient for you. Amen. So in every season, in all the challenges, my grace is sufficient for you. The Bible says there, so for the sake of Christ, I am well pleased and take pleasure, infirmities, insult, hardship, persecution, and all these things. For when I am weak, in the Amplified, I love it, when I am weak in human strength. That's the part where in grace comes, when we are weak, when in our human strength, we say, God, I cannot do this. But you can. I need you. That's where grace happens. Oh, I tell you, many times in this church, you do not know, but we come to our knees and say, God, we don't know what to do. Alright? In the past 10 years as New Life, 13 years as a pastor, we many times, we come to our knees and say, God, send mangagaling yung provision Where, You know, we're believing for this. You know, and all of this, we're kind of delayed with our rent and all of these things. So we don't have money to pay the salary of the staff. Where will it come from? I need you. You know what? Always grace comes in. Always grace comes in. Amen. Always grace comes in. Amen. That's the place, the perfect place to be when we are in, you know, humility and asking God, God, do your work. Because the Bible says, where I am weak in human strength, amen, then I am truly strong, able, powerful in divine strength. Hallelujah. You know, the grace of God, like what I said. The grace of God makes you excited because it gives you a purpose. Amen. In First Corinthians fifteen ten, it says, By the grace of God, I am what I am, and His grace toward me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Amen. We have eight services in a given Sunday. Amen. If grace will make you lazy, then why do we have eight? Amen. So this is right, like a blessing that we only have two today, amen, I can eat my ramen, alright, but really, amen, two services, but look at this, the grace of God will make you what, enjoy serving, alright, grace of God will not make you lazy, that's why here in New Life the 4th, there's no lazy Christian, if you do not, if you are a lazy Christian, you do not know the grace of God, amen, if you are lazy, then you do not know the grace of God. My prayer is that you will know the grace of God. You know, in light of this, I just would like to thank all the volunteers who are here, even the volunteers of our church. There are some people who have not slept, you know, prepared, you know, all of this for us so that we can come in and enjoy. People at the media, people at the production, amen. And most of them, come on, just thank the Lord for them. You know, most of them, if not all of them, are not being paid to do this. They're not, they're volunteers, so we don't give them anything, we just give them food. Amen. They don't sleep to do this. Why? Because it's the grace of God that makes them do this. Amen. Why are they doing it? You know, for a church of three thousand, we only have, you know, less than twenty, you know, full time staff. Amen, but many volunteers. Many working and enjoying. And you know what? The workers here in this place, they just love to work. They just love to share. They just love, you know, share their time, their talent, their treasure. Why? You know, you ask them why. Because I believe they're responding to what they're hearing. They're responding to the grace of God. There's no, you know, secret to having a big, you know, you could say volunteer base. You just preach them Jesus, show them Jesus And this is what's happening in this church, that people are just wanting to be part of ministry. They just want to be part. You know why? Because I believe they respond to the grace of God. Hallelujah. And so once again, from the bottom of my heart, the workers, the volunteers, you know, of this church, thank you so much. Amen. You make our lives so blessed. Because of everything that you are doing. Amen. It's by the grace of God. Hebrews 13.9, it says, It is good that the heart be established by grace. My charge to you is that you continue in the grace of God. You continue in the grace of God by looking unto Jesus. Amen. Because He is grace. And we know this verse. Hebrews 12, one two. it says, Therefore also since we are in the New King James, I changed it. So let's go to the New King James. It's easier because in the Amplified, it's so amplified. It's I get tired reading Andame. All right. But it's a good resource, right? It says here, therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. Why? We see something. We know we're in a race, we make a decision, we prioritize the call of God in our lives. Amen. God is doing something in this church. Amen. And we do not want ourselves to be disqualified in what God is doing. Amen. Well, you know that it's not God who disqualifies you, but you yourself can disqualify you by your actions because sin has a what? A consequence. So let us lay aside every weight that sin which so easily ensnares us. Let us what? Continue to run. With endurance, the race that is set before us. Robin and Mitch, let's continue to run. We will still run. Amen. Looking, how do you do that? We look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. He's the one who started it and He's the one who's going to finish it. And for the joy that was set before Him, endure the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God in heaven. Hallelujah. We look to Jesus Christ, amen? You know, I said in the beginning of this year, the theme of this year is Jesus Focus, amen? I said that if you are not Jesus focused, you are not going to make it. Well, hello, we're in the last Sunday of the year, and you're still here. So we made it. (laughs) And we will continue to make it, amen? Because we look to Jesus. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah! Second thing I want to you know, charge you with is that you continue with the grace of God by looking to Jesus. You continue by, uh, in the grace of God as you constantly, constantly receive the word of His grace. Acts twenty thirty two. now in the Amplified. It says, And now, brethren, I commit you to God and I deposit you in His charge. And trusting you to His protection and care. Hallelujah. I commend you to the word of His grace. To the commands and counsels and promises of His unmerited favor. Beautiful. The word of His grace. It's not a word of, uh, of judgment. It's not a word of condemnation. But it's a word of His grace. Let me give you an example. When you pass through life, the word of His grace comes in to remind you who you are. Amen when you fall the word of his grace reminds you your identity so that you can rise up again that's the word of his grace remembers you know you are reminded that you are blessed in him whenever you don't see anything in your wallet that's the word of his grace it does not condemn it does not pull, put you down but it always lifts you up Amen. I commend you to the word of His grace, to the commands and counsels and promises of His unmerited favor. It is able to build you up. Amen. You're going to be built up by the word of His grace. Amen. And give you your rightful inheritance. Amen. It will show you what you have in God. You know, this this church preaches the word of His grace. Amen. Amen. This church will continue to preach the word of His grace. Wherever we go, we go and preach the word of His grace. Because the Bible is very clear. It is able to build you up. It's able to build me up. It's able to build people up. Amen. I the church nowadays, and it's changing. But the people are bogged down with many things. They need a word that will lift them up. A word that will make their pers- uh, show them a different perspective in life. And it's the word of His grace that is able to build you up and give you your rightful inheritance and show you what you have. You are blessed. You are favored. You are loved. Amen. You are the righteousness of God. You are the healed of the Lord. You are wise in God. Amen. You have a destiny in Him. Your rightful inheritance because Jesus gave you that right to enjoy the inheritance. Amen. Of all God set apart once those consecrated, purified, and transformed of God the soul. Amen. There's one, ver- one more verse I want to share to you. It says in Gi- James one twenty one. It says, So get rid of all the filth. Alright? This is in the Amplified. I change it again. Let's go to the New King James. It says, So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives. Humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts for it has the power to save your soul. It has the power to save your soul. Let me continue to read. This is good. It says, don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves, deceiving yourselves. I think this is in the New Living Translation. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror, but you see yourself walk away and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, that's the perfect law of love, Amen. If you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. Amen. God has given us the Word. Now the Word now has the capacity to bless. Our part is just to receive the Word and make the Word alive in our hearts. Amen. Let me say this about the future. The future is bright for this church. The future is good. Amen. All that we've done. And all that we are doing is nothing compared to what we're going to do in the future. Do you believe that? Let me say that again. All that you've done, all that we've done, and all that we are doing right now is nothing compared to what God is going to do in the future. We ain't seen nothing yet. We are celebrating, you know, 10 years of new life, 13 years as, as pastors, you know, 10 years of new life. We're celebrating 3,000, you know, people here, thanking the Lord for the increase, but nothing co- compared to what God is going to do in the next 10 years, in the next 20 years. Hallelujah! Yeah. You believe that? Just say amen to that. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. So... I just would like to say we are so grateful for what God has done. We're so grateful for God has entrusted to us this church. And we are the most blessed people, I could say, because you are here. Amen. We are here together. God has, you know, needed us together for a purpose. Amen. Mylene, can you come up and just continue? continue
1: i'm just gonna say um a few things um i wrote down a few things but uh just as the new king james is an amplified version that's the woman's translation by the way i wrote down a few things uh but we'll see where we go um i hope that you can spare us a few more minutes is that okay it being our last Sunday and there are some things that we want to say from our hearts today. Um, I wrote this down a few weeks uh, just thinking about this day today, December 27. And I was telling Giselle, you know, um, it's going to be our last Sunday as the lead pastors of this church and I want to write some things down so I don't forget things that uh, the Lord has reminded me and things that I believe the Lord wants us to all remember together during this day as we celebrate milestones in our lives, as we celebrate anniversaries or things like Thanksgiving celebrations and transitions, there are two things that we always think about. The first thing is that as we transition right now, we want to look back and we want to look back and see the faithfulness of God. But we not only look back during a time of celebration and transition, but we also look forward with expectation to what God is going to do in the next season. Amen? So two things are happening today. We're looking back at God's faithfulness, but we're also looking forward with expectation. Now, with looking back, there are some things that I wrote down about looking back, because that's exactly what Pastor Giselle and I were doing in the last few months after the announcement, you know, um, about our, our, you know, moving into Alabang and You know, Mitch and Alvin coming in as the new lead pastors of this church. So there were things that were written in my heart as we looked back. When we look back, we want to remember what the Lord has done. Because it strengthens us and it encourages us. In the 10 years that we've had here at New Life The Fort, when people see us today, they see a church of 3,000. They see all of this, you know, and they say, wow, look, look at that church. But you know what? This was not an overnight success. This just didn't come out, you know, accidentally. This was intentional with prayer and discernment. But also, there were times when we would be believing for things that were impossible. When we would believe for the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth service. When money wasn't coming in at the time we wanted it to come in, you know, and we would be on our knees and Just praying, God, you know, uh, we pray for the manifestation of what we are believing for. But the things that we have seen then, we are seeing it right now. So when I look back at the faithfulness of God, you know what? It's going to strengthen us and it's going to encourage us. Because you know, Mitch and Alvin, as you go into the next season for this church, there will be challenges. But you know what? God is faithful. We will look back and we will see that he has delivered us. He is delivering us. And he will deliver us because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So when we look back, we remember his faithfulness and it strengthens us and it encourages us. Also, when we look back, we remind ourselves not to despise the day of small beginnings. Because when we started out New Life the Fort, we were not this big 3,000-member church. No, we were a a church that was 150 strong. I want to say strong too, you know, but... You know, compared to the world and naturally when you talk about size, it was a small beginning. But we do not despise the day of the small beginnings because that's where we learn character. It's being developed. That's where we learn to trust God. That's when we learn that every decision that we make when we hear His voice, we learn how to discern the voice of the Spirit in the small things. And now that He has entrusted us with bigger things, we can now recognize the voice of the Spirit even more. Amen. And so do not despise anything small. If God has given you something and you say, well, God, this is small, no, no, don't despise that. Use what you have. Be faithful with what you have. And you see it grow. You see God. He's going to grow it right before your very eyes. But do not despise it. Why? Because with small beginnings, there are also lessons that are learned. And we learn our lessons well. In the 10 years of new life the Ford. As pastors, you know, we're not perfect. You all know that. And we have made some crazy decisions. We have messed up. You know, we have made decisions that if we look back now and say, why did we ever make that decision? None of you know that. Why? We're surrounded by people who make us look good. But you know what? If you ask them, we've made some errors. We have our faults. But you know what? We learn from them. And we learn that God is greater than our mistakes. We learned that God is stronger. We learned that he can work with the weaknesses of people. We learned that as long as we are willing and available, he will use us. He does not call perfect people. He just uses who's available. So it's not about talent, you know, it's not about our human strength, but about saying, God, here I am. If you want me, here I am, just use me. And you know what? We will make mistakes along the way. Mitch and Alvin will make mistakes along the way. But you know what? God is greater. God is faithful. And so we learn from them, amen? And we've learned so much. And guess what? While we're on this earth, we will continue to learn. We will continue to be humble, amen? So when we look back, it keeps us humble, knowing how God has brought us 10 years ago to where we are right now, that we can never take the credit for it. As we have seen this church grow before our very eyes, we just stand amazed, amazed why we're not that smart we're not but we have the holy spirit and we have god amen and with god nothing is impossible nothing is impossible so it keeps us humble and you know what when we are humble we're in that place where we are low and humble and acknowledge our weakness that's when the waterfall of god's grace comes grace comes into the lowest place The waterfall of the grace of God comes into that always place of humility, but it doesn't make you stay there. It lifts you up, and he exalts you. Amen? And so we look back, and it keeps us humble because we know where we came from, and we know God has brought us here. And as we look back, we want to celebrate the relationships that were formed in this place, that were formed and forged by the years where we spent praying, You know, there are so many people right here, right now, and I can just look at your faces. Some of you are so new. You know, some of you I probably won't recognize outside. You know what? But you are very dear to our hearts because God brought you here. But there are some people here whose hearts were knit with ours. And as we have walked with them in relationships, we have celebrated with them, we have wept with them. But in all that... They were forged by the grace of God. Ten years. And I remember just weeping and crying with families who are still here right now celebrating victories. And that is the grace of God. And so when I look back, I want to encourage you. Relationships are important. You are here in this place for a reason. You are beside each other for a reason. So as we look back, let's celebrate the relationships that are being formed in this place today. It will be forged in prayer. It will be forged by the grace of God. And it will bring us further. Amen? Amen. So that's looking back. So I'm not done yet. Now I want to look forward. I want to look forward to the future with expectancy. And as we do that, Pastor Giselle and I want to release with joy and with gladness people into the next level. We want to release Mitch and Alvin into the call of their lives. We want to release Gabe and Katie into the next season of their lives. We do not want to be the lids in this church. This church is going to go further. This church is going to go higher. But it's going to go higher with your new leadership. That's the way God works. This church is not going to go lower. It's going to go higher because this is the plan of God. And so we joyfully celebrate the coming up of a new generation, new leadership in this church. So we release them with joy and with gladness. We also want to thank the people who have run with the vision, who have run with us, who have prayed with us, who have believed with us. We just want to thank you for your supply. We want to thank you for all your prayers, all the workers, all the volunteers. We love you with all of our hearts. Thank you for your supply. Thank you for honoring us. Just thank you for being patient with us. Thank you that even at the times when you would see our weakness, that you stayed. Thank you so much. Thank you to all those who Facebooked us and messaged us and said all these wonderful things and wonderful prayers when you found out that, you know, we were moving. We just want to thank you so much. We just honor you and we appreciate you. And I want to encourage you, Congregation of New Life the Fourth, to receive and embrace your new leaders. I want you to receive them. I want you to honor them. We want you to encourage them the way you have loved, honored, and encouraged us. I encourage you to love Mitch and Alvin, to pray for them. I encourage you to honor them. And you know what? Encourage them to be the kind of leaders that God wants them to be. I pray that you do not compare them to us. They're different. They're wonderfully different and unique. And I'm glad they are. There can be only one me and one Giselle. Now, Mitch is a lot like me, a little scary, but okay. She takes after me in that. Pastor Alvin is learning patience from Pastor Giselle, so they work very well in that. They will get some things from us. They will. But you know what? They will be their own kind of leader. They will do things differently, and that's okay. I want you to celebrate that. I want you to accept that because we do honor that and we do celebrate that. We honor the gift and the anointing that is in both of them. They are uniquely called for this season, and I really believe with all my heart they will bring this church higher. And I cannot think of a better couple to take over and step in as the new lead pastors of this church. And so embrace them, honor them, love them, and encourage them. We look forward to them doing even much more than we ever did here in New Life the 4th. See, when we look at this church, there are things that we see, things in the future that we see. Some things have already manifested, some things we are already walking in. But God has also shown us some things about this church that we haven't seen, but we haven't realized, and we only realized in the last few months that it wasn't us who was going to bring it there. It was going to be the next leadership. But what we see is glorious, and what we see is all good. And we celebrate that. Amen? So we want to celebrate with you your next season, which we know will be greater and higher. And as I say this, I want to call Pastor Joseph. Hey, I'm doing well.
0: Can I have Mitch and Alvin come up? Let me charge you.
1: I just want to say as we come up, you know, this is our... uh, Last Sunday, again, as the lead pastors, and I just want to say that it was an honor and a privilege pastoring this church, and it was an honor and a privilege serving all of you. So, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts.
0: Second Timothy 2 1 to 2 in the Amplified. So you, my son and my daughter, please come near so far. (laughs) Strengthen inwardly in the grace and spiritual blessing that is to be found only in Christ Jesus. And the instructions which you have heard from me, from us, along with many witnesses, transmit and trust as a deposit to reliable and faithful men who will be competent and qualified to teach others also. Philippians 1.6 in the Amplified, it says, And I am convinced and sure of this very thing, that He who began a good work in you, in this church, He will continue it until the day of Jesus Christ, right up to the time of His return, developing that good work and perfecting and bringing it to full completion in you, in this church. Hallelujah. He began a good work in this place. And we're just so grateful that we're part of what He's doing. Amen. The next 10 years is going to be better because He progresses. Amen. He continues to move forward. 2 Timothy 1, 12 to 14, it says, For this reason I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that He is able to keep what I have committed to Him until the day. Hold fast the pattern of sound words which you have heard from us and in faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. That good thing which was committed to you keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in you. Then 2 Peter 3.18 But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus, Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. Amen. And Galatians 6.18 Brethren, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. Can I have everyone just stand up right now and we're going to pray for Mitch and Havin. We're going to uh, just install them as new leaders of this church. And I did not uh, do this uh, in the first service, but I want Gabe and Katie to stand behind them. Come up and just uh, stretch forth your hand. Everybody in this Congregation, stretch forth your hand over them, and we're going to pray. Hallelujah. God, we thank you we thank you for your work. Thank you for what you have started. You will continue. And we thank you, Lord God, for just allowing us to be part of what you are doing on the earth. We are grateful, Lord. Thank you for the many years that you have given to us as senior leadership of this church, for me and Mylene. And today, our season is ending and our season is continuing to the next phase of our ministry. But I thank you, Lord God, that you have raised Avin and Mitch. Thank you, Lord God, that you have called them even before the foundation of the world to be part of what you are doing and what you're going to do in this last generation. I thank you, Lord, for the work that you've started in their lives, that you have molded them, that you have spoken to them and they've heeded your voice. And I thank you today they're stepping up into a new place. I release the grace to Pastor As leaders, as senior pastors, and lead pastors of this church, the grace that is reserved for senior leadership, we release now to you, Mitch and Alvin. Things that you have not seen, you will see. Things that you have not carried, you are going to carry. Sometimes it's going to be heavy, but by His grace, it's going to be okay. Things that you have not gone before and done before, you will do and you will go. Because the grace of God, that's part of the plan. is going to bring you further, is going to bring you higher into the destinies that he, have, he has prepared for you. I release the heart of God, the heart of a pastor to you, Alvin and Mitch, that you will see the people as God sees them. I pray that you will continue, continue and continue in the things that was deposited in your life, things that are real, things that are true, things that were birthed, things that were spoken to you and over you. I pray that you will continue in the grace of Jesus Christ. I release this anointing. We release this anointing to you right now. And we are excited. I am excited. Mylene and I are excited for what God is going to do to you in through you in the name of Jesus we pray this amen and amen thank you for listening for more information follow us on social media or visit our website at newlifeport.com